This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the slightly intoxicated Desiree. I'm not slightly <laughs> intoxicated. No? No. Oh. It's only my second glass. Oh, well, that would make me slightly intoxicated. Well, the first glass wasn't even a full glass because I ran out. Yeah. Which is why you had to go to the liquor store. <laughs> so there was that break in between, too. Yes, there was. Feel like we haven't done this in a while. I feel like we haven't either. Because we had a, last week we had a, a pre-recorded episode from a few weeks ago, so we haven't sat and down to record in a couple weeks. it wasn't that we didn't have time. We just had to get rid of it because we're upping our equipment. Making some equipment changes. And, and so we have no idea how audio, yep. per your words, not mine. I'm yep. not the tech geek here. Yep. Make that clear. <laughs> I'm the beautiful bombshell. I don't have smarts. Of course you are. I am smart. Yes, you are. You just of agreed you with are. me. You're not supposed to agree with me. Uh, that's all I ever do. I know. I don't know why men do that. Because <laughs> we know what happens when we don't. <laughs> it's you never like to pretty. debate. What are you talking about? Oh, I'll debate things like, you know, politics or, you know, world events, but I'm not going to debate things like, I don't know, personal things. Do I look fat in this? Yeah, I would never answer that question. Because I look fat in it. Shut up. You do not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I believe you are first tonight. I am. And let me know if you heard of this. And I'm pretty positive you'll know why I picked this story. Well, there's actually two reasons why I picked this story. Because one thing we follow that kind of follows part of it. And the other thing is because we have it. Kind okay. of. Half of it. Okay. So, have you ever heard of the Order of the Pug? The Order of the Pug, no. Okay. As you can tell in the sentence, that's the half of the yeah. thing. So, our little Izzy is half pug. But this has nothing to do with pugs. Okay. Okay, so the Order of the Pug was a para-Masonic society founded by Roman Catholics. Cool. So, more or less Freemasons, mm -hmm. which is the other thing. I was kind of bringing up. So it is believed that it was founded in 1740 by Clemens August of Bavaria to bypass the Papal Bull. I'm not going to say this right, but I'm going <laughs> to so try. Inamulant Apostolatus. Oh, that's Latin. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. It just dawned on me as I was saying it. I'm like, I remember singing Latin songs in high school. Anyways, okay. so is the Papal Bull issued by Pope Clement, um, or the Emmanuel Apostolatus, is the Papal Bull issued by Pope Clement the seven or twelfth? X is a ten, not mm -hmm. a five. <laughs> mm -hmm. The twelfth on April twenty eighth of seventeen thirty eight, banning Catholics from being Freemasons. Mm. So this was. The workaround, more or less. Yeah. So um, the constitution of the Order of Pugs allowed women even to become members as long as they were Catholic. So you had to be Catholic in order okay. to do this because you couldn't be a Freemason if you were Catholic. Yeah. So the pug was chosen as a symbol of loyalty, trustworthiness, and steadiness. Which I find funny because I think of huskies when I hear that or a German shepherd. <laughs> Mm. 
I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, Izzy is part, and she's a little shaky because she's part Chihuahua. I yeah. mean, yeah. but, so. She's loyal to me. <laughs> yeah. She's my dog, asshole. Yeah, she doesn't think that you're no, hers. So. No, but when, when it, you're not around, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm alpha female, and she knows that, too. Just when I'm not around. You're alpha female? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good job for me. So. Um, members called themselves mops, which is the German word for pug. Um, novices, novices. I'm assuming like, what's the college terms? Pi, kappa, theta. I have no idea. Pledges. Okay. There we go. That's the word I'm thinking of. So I'm assuming that's a pledge. Were initiated wearing a dog collar and had to scratch at the door to get in. Oh, my gosh. So the novices were blindfolded and led around a carpet in a symbol with symbols on it nine times while the plugs, pugs of the ordered barked loudly to test the steadiness of the newcomers. Uh, during the initi- initiation... The novices, can I just call them pledges? Sure. Also had to kiss a pug's backside. Oh, fun. It's a porcelain pug, though. It was just not a, a little, not, not a real not pug. Not a real one. Had, I had to throw it out like it was real, though. <laughs> so under its tail, as an expression of the total devotion, members of the order carried a pug medallion made of silver. In 19, or excuse me, in 1745, the secrets of the order were exposed in a book pu- published in Amsterdam. The order was banned by the Gottingen University. Okay. Gottingen University no of 1748. Um, the lodge fees and their control over their members formed the excuse for the closure. And after a government investigation, so like they're a cult, mm-hmm. uh, the lodge documented or documents were passed to the university authorities. Uh, while German sources state that the order was short-lived, they were reportedly active in line as late as 1902. Hmm. Cool. So. That so is very cool. That's very interesting. The, the order of the pug. So, yep. It was hmm. the loophole for the Freemasons. Yeah. Catholic. Cat for the, yeah. Freemasons. That is really cool. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, my first story, I've got a little history for you as well. You do? Not too ancient history. History is so boring. I mean, we're talking Just the kidding. last, we're going to start 99 years ago. So that's where I, my story starts. 99 years ago. Yes. So 1919. No, 1921. 1919 would be 101 years ago. I was close enough. <laughs> I went 20. <laughs> 19. That's okay. <laughs> and then took 100 years away. <laughs> I'm so pretty here. Anyway, 1921. An ad ran in the Saturday Evening Post. Okay. Uh, this ad was placed by Gold Metal Flower. I'm sure it's a company you're familiar with. They make flour. Like flour? Like, like baking, baking flour. flour? Yeah. They're still around today. Yes, they are. They have a gold... They're actually type around there. They're actually owned by General Mills now, um, even a little bigger company, but whatever that does. What's General Mills? Just kidding. <laughs> okay. The look you gave me, I anyway. can't believe you thought I was serious. Anyway, the ad they placed in the paper in the Saturday Evening Post was a puzzle. And if you could figure out the puzzle, you could like you 
well, I don't know what kind of puzzle it was. Whatever it was, you had to figure it out and then send it in. You get a coder like the Orphan Annie. No, it wasn't like that. It was something you wrote on. Ovaltine. That's it, what it was. It wasn't that. It was something you wrote on and you sent, they, they had an address there. You'd send them in and you would win um, a pin cushion in the shape of a sack of gold metal flower. Oh, that's funny. That's kind of cool. I want one. So... Do they have those? You get me one. I, I'll look. I haven't looked. Um, the response for this little, you know, contest was overwhelming. About 30,000 people completed the puzzle and sent it back to the offices of this it gold Reminds me of the Kool-Aid points when we were kids. Well, after that happened, a lot of people started writing other letters to this address for gold metal flower. Other like letters. Like looking for baking tips or... Ooh. Is this where Betty Crocker came in? This, this, yes. <laughs> oh you stop God. My story. <laughs> I'm a baker. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, the manager of the department that handled the the incoming requests at Gold Medal Flower, his name was Samuel Gale. He had an all male staff, and r- people would write in, and he'd be like, "They well, didn't know how to we, bake. We, no, they, they did. They oh. did. They, these people made flour for a living. They knew what they were doing. They made flour. They didn't know how to bake. Well, they knew enough to answer every question that came in. They knew how to bake, but they didn't think women writing in wanted to hear from a man on how to do it. So they invented Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker was never a real person. She was a ghostwriter. Yes, she was a ghostwriter. The uh, the name Crocker came from like the the. It's the, a crock of shit. No. <laughs> Samuel Gale's boss at the time had just retired and his last name was Crocker and they just thought Betty was a perfect name for kind of something well, like course. a wholesome. I mean, know. the only, there's two other Bettys I know that are amazing. We got Betty Crocker, Betty White, mm-hmm. and my grandma was a Betty. Yeah. And uh, in 1924, um, they decided to have a radio show first aired in Minneapolis on uh, WCCO radio. That's in the first Cincinnati. time. <laughs> that was the first time Betty Crocker ever had a voice. Um, she was played by uh, Ma- uh, Mar- Marjorie Child. She had a voice. Played I am so looking this up on YouTube. I hope they have something. In 1951, the company for the first time put a face to the voice and hired actress uh, Adelaide Holly to act as Betty on television. Uh, she was the first of many women to play the Betty Crocker role. That's over, almost over sad, though. Like, Betty Crocker wasn't real. No, Betty Crocker is not real. Was a, a re- freaking male. It blew my mind when I saw that. I'm like, Betty Crocker was not real. That's insane. I thought for sure she was some, you know, I don't know. One of the articles I read um, talk, kind of made it sound like she, in the beginning, she was very similar to to this company and the letters they would get, it was very similar as being like a Dear Abby almost. Like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know? I love Dear Abby. Except for, you know, baking tips. And, you know, here this uh, this group of guys in this department are all answering it. And they actually even had a contest um, to get, they had a contest between the women, like the secretaries in the office to see whose signature looked best to sign Betty Crocker. Oh, that's tough oh with men. God. That's tough with men too, because you know men, most men, yeah. not all men. Because that's why they had a woman sign it. It was a really female good. that signed it. You don't even have chicken scratch. A lot of guys have chicken yeah. scratch. Our daughter has chicken scratch. Yeah, she does. Our son does not. Our son has nice writing. Both, and this is what's funny. 
the boys have more feminine mm-hmm. well Tristan draws yeah Tristan can draw he wanted to go into graphic arts and I was like well if you want to flip burgers sure <laughs> because yeah. everybody goes into graphic arts and unless you know somebody you're not getting yep. that job I'm sorry go with plan b and then I talked him into the career he's going into yeah and I said you can do graphic arts with that once you learn how to make mm-hmm. stuff so I'm glad he actually listened to me because most kids don't listen to their parents. He didn't yeah. listen to me for two years though, so so I I still ding 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 mom. Anyway, that is that is my story of Betty Crocker. Well, Betty Crocker, birth. I was also thinking because you had mentioned like Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. If anybody ever wants to check out the funniest thing, there was this lady. I think she was on David Letterman. I can't remember her name. I'm trying to like pull it up because a friend of mine just reminded me of this. And she is like the funniest, oldest lady there is out there. She's probably dead now. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I think she was <laughs> she was on David Lennerman. Jay Leno. Jay Leno, I think she was on. Okay. And all these people would ask her advice about their boyfriends or certain things and she was the stereotype of older people is you get bitter and cranky as you get older Mm -hmm. but she would tell people like one lady and this is where it was funny she goes miss whatever her name was what's the success to a happy marriage and she's like you must keep Miss Puss clean. <laughs> Always keep it clean. And I'm like, she's like this 90-year-old lady. And I'm like... That's hilarious. Whoa. So it reminded me of that. Here, I just found it too. Uh, the Fruitcake Lady. So Google the Fruitcake Lady. Go on YouTube. There's tons of YouTube videos. Funny. Super funny. I love her. I That's love awesome. her. So That's awesome. So I, it, it's time for your story. I hope it's nothing sad. Oh, sh- <laughs> you knew because I go, do I want to start sad or do I want to put sad in the middle? <laughs> so we're going to put sad in the middle. It's not too sad. Uh, I do want to say the person did hit the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. Um, And I really hope nobody ever beats this record. So have you ever heard of Frank Hayes? No. Jockey Frank Hayes, the dead man who won a horse race. Oh, my gosh. I know. A dead man. A dead man. A dead man. So winning usually comes with a lot of pomp and uh, circumstances, but not so much for Frank Hayes, who won a horse race despite being dead. So on on June 4th of 1923, a 35-year-old jockey was competing in staple chase at New York Belmont Park mm-hmm. a horse trainer and a longtime stable man Hayes had never won a race before and no one expected him to take the spot that day while riding a 21 outsider named um, Sweet Kiss okay so sometime during the race Hayes suffered a heart attack and died instantly oh. however he didn't fall off the horse <laughs> so in fact he remained on the saddle for the rest of the race and actually crossed the finish line um, first winning ahead or by ahead, mm-hmm. despite the fact that he had died at some point while on the track, no one was aware of anything that had gone wrong until Miss Fralin, the horse's owner, mm-hmm. 
and the officials went to congratulate Hayes only to find out he was no longer alive. <laughs> oh my god. So despite being a winner, the horse Hayes rode the horse that Hayes rode never raced again and Sweet Kiss was nicknamed Sweet Kiss of Death for the rest of her life. Cool. I mean, not cool, but I mean, how do you stay on a horse story. after you die? That's crazy. And they even That's another story I read, I don't know if it was in the Guinness book, but um the horse made it jump even with really? with him wow. on it and still remained on still the remained horse. on the horse. I mean, huh. I don't know how true that was because I kind of glimpsed at that article and I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, huh. dying on a horse race. But he made the Guinness Book of World Record. Too, yeah. too bad he wasn't alive to uh, know that. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting sad very, but interesting it's sad but very interesting definitely very so interesting. so i really hope nobody ever gets that record to or ties for the record because i mean you you could die at the beginning of the race and then break the record and i don't ever want no yeah no that wouldn't be fun no all right my next story uh, we're gonna go back to the 20s again i'm happy with the 1920s the roaring 20s yep the roaring 20s um, back then, a little bootlegging, um, you know, there wasn't much for traffic. Cars were very, very new invention at that time. Had oh, to be pretty rich I don't know why I'm not going to say it out loud. Was this about the only two cars and no. they went, Phew. no, okay. not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, in, uh, in the early days of the car, it was the driver's job. To avoid pedestrians. Okay. 100%. Um, anytime when there there was a lot of death, a lot of people, mostly elderly and children, who were killed because they got hit by a car. Um, at the time, the law basically stated that whatever object was bigger, it's their fault. What? So that means it's the car's fault, no matter what kind of thing. So people were char- many people charged with manslaughter because a kid ran in front of them. Like, and what are you going to do? That's sad. I mean, it's sad that a kid, and but yeah, accidents happen. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Um, and then in 1923, uh, Cincinnati tried to pass a law that they were they were not happy with all the cars in town. They kind of, they were kind of seen the same way we see a yacht nowadays. Like that's just a for yacht? those rich yuppie people. Like, it's okay. you know that's how cars were seen at the time because you y- had to be yacht. you know very wealthy to own a car. That's how I look at pontoons. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, those yuppies own those. They uh, somebody called me a yuppie once, and I looked at him and I said, "You clearly don't know me." <laughs> <laughs> When uh, they were trying to pass this law, there were 42,000 residents that signed a petition for this ballot initiative to have a law limiting uh, having a governor installed in all cars within the city limits, limiting it to 25 miles per hour. The local auto auto dealers freaked out. Okay. And they took out, like, ads in the paper. The one ad that they took out in the paper, it says, vote no, and says, do you want to help build a Chinese wall around Cincinnati? <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. stuff like that. Politics. So the automakers win this round. It ends up the citizens voting no. They're not going to have this law. 
But then they thought, well, we banded together really well. So they banded together again and went to Washington and went all around the country to state capitals around the country to try to make a law to help them, to help drivers of cars. And so they made a law. And they named this law after a slang term at the time, which meant poor person. The slang term that meant poor person was Jay. Jaywalking was the law created by the auto dealers to put the put the person in the, behind the wheel of a car in more control over the situation. And I just thought that was really like interesting that it took auto dealers to do that to get a law like jaywalking passed to keep people from walking in the streets. Well, laws right got to start somewhere, and well, it's usually it the person who doesn't agree with it because it somehow affects them in a negative way. Of course. I of course. am going to stop and bite my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I do too love politics, but I'm going to stop. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting that it, it, it's a good, it's an interesting way to show how much big, even in the 1920s, big business has a lot of control over laws. And this is a situation where they wanted a law because the they I don't know if they were so much a big business, mm, though. They were pretty big. I mean, yeah, it was a new industry. New. So that's fairly why I new. don't know if it was big. Yeah, it was a fairly new industry that in the next 30 years would be the largest employer in the country. So, But they were able they to weren't at the time, persuade. They were. So. They were. And so we got jaywalking. And I never realized jaywalking was basically a slang for like a poor person. Well, you're not in a car. You're... A J. I've been a J many times. <laughs> I've pretty been, pretty much have been a J my whole life. Yeah. I'm not a J now, but close enough. Yeah. Close enough. Okay. So my last story isn't even a story. I brought a countdown. A countdown? Yep. And I'm cutting out some of it. So um, these are shower thoughts. So, Ooh, shower thoughts. I let's let's go to Al's favorite website again. Reddit. This isn't Reddit. I go to a shower thoughts subreddit every day. There's a shower thoughts. Yes. I should have went there. <laughs> yes. I wonder if some of these are. There on are some there. very interesting things on there every day. Now I almost want you to pull it up as I'm reading this, so I can see if there's anything like pretty interesting there. Because I was trying to pull the more interesting. I'm like, you know what? Um. I pulled this because it's a ranker.com. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it again today. And as you can see, I like reordered stuff mm-hmm. because it's changed. Okay. So by the time this airs, these numbers could change. Then, yeah. So I just want people to know when I'm reading this, this could still change. Yep. So right now, um, number one, not all heroes wear capes. So who ever created the tradition of Hold on a second. <laughs> I need my cheaters because there's not enough lighting. Oh, I bet if I turn this light if you here. Turn that light, it would help. Okay. I probably didn't even need the cheaters. I don't have my contacts in. So whoever created the tradition of not seeing the bride in the wedding dress before saved countless husbands beforehand, saved countless husbands everywhere from hours of dress shopping and will forever be a hero to all men. Yes. Clearly a guy wrote that. Yes. 
but it's and a very clearly good it's stupid that it's number one <laughs> no <laughs> so, it might not be number one later. although i do have to say without the guy being there to go shopping he can't say no that's too much money yeah. <laughs> so no if you want to go win, by i guess you go by tradition the bride's family pays anyway so what do you what do we well, I guess you're going shopping with me, right? No. Okay, then. So, number two. The gym is the only place where the customer works harder than the employees. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Three. When a character gets killed off a TV show, we're basically watching someone lose their job in a really brutal way. We are. I never <laughs> thought about it that way, but that's, you know, you hope to come back as a ghost during a flashback, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, four, if you say hair, you're generally talking about lots of it. But if you say hairs, you're generally talking about a few of them. <laughs> so you got lots of hairs on top of your head. True. Yeah, that is very few of them. I have a lot of hair. You do. I do. Um, five, uh, Pavlov. I'm assuming everybody knows Pavlov. Pavlov. Um, the guy who used to ring a bell and mm -hmm. when the dogs hear the bell, they'd start drooling and mm -hmm. wanting their food so five pavlov probably thought about feeding his dogs every time someone rang a bell probably that one stuck out i was like "Ooh, oh my <laughs> god i bet <laughs> so six um farmville throwback thursday um there was a once a much simpler simpler time where Farmville posts were the most annoying thing on social media. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Oh my god, that is so true. I so wish we were back I in those miss times. The Farmville posts. When I had my dinosaur computer. That's when me and you were first yep. starting to date back yep. in the day. Um were we dating? Yeah. Anyways, I know we're like at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. So uh seven. One of the biggest betrayals is having to go number two after getting out of the shower. I agree. God, <laughs> that makes me so mad. I get so upset. I want to just go take another shower. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Because I'm in a hurry to go to bed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. So, eight. With the rise of electric vehicles and as cars become more and more dependent on technology, assassination attempts by hacking and crashing cars remotely will become a thing. Yeah, I just watched a, a video How on this scary the other day. How scary is that, though? I just watched a video on this the other day. They were like, It was like some news program doing it, but they had these guys in this office somewhere and this other guy on a, on a camera driving down the freeway, and they just totally took over his car. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, we'll <laughs> never own one of those. <laughs> insane. Ever. Never. So, nine, the only reason women's clothes have fake pockets is to keep purses relevant. Okay. Maybe. Stupid. I think it's stupid that women's clothes have fake pockets, but okay. That's the freaking market to keep yep. people, whatever. I yep. still don't buy purses. I am not a purse person. I have beach bags. Yep. Because after, I was never a purse person. Had babies. You realize how valuable those those diaper bags are. A purse yep. is not big not enough. Not big enough. So I carry beach bags, and I try to find them as fashionable as possible. <laughs> not possible. So ten, uh, 
many kids who were told not to sit too close to the TV are now adults buying VR headsets to strap <laughs> monitors to their eyes. <laughs> Couldn't yes, get any closer are. than that. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, and I find myself telling Ian, get away from the TV or too close. It's a 55 inch screen. Do you really have to be in front of it? And for two, how can you see the whole picture when you're standing four feet in front of it? How? How? So. Okay. Eleven. Your balls are in your jeans and your jeans are in your balls. Yep. <laughs> I was going to stop at ten until I saw eleven. I'm like, we have to go to fifteen now. <laughs> so, twelve. If shovels were heated like hair straighteners, they would melt snow or would melt through snow so shovel shoveling would be easier i don't think that would yeah, be true though yeah i don't though. think that's going to work i think somebody who thought of that doesn't doesn't have a lot shovel of snow. Yep. because yeah it might get through it but you know what the problem is, You're is have you a- can get through the snow yeah. you have to lift it's moving the, the snow. snow and what you're going to have there is a slippery mess beneath <laughs> you if it's all melting you pray as you're to god to if shovel it's it. wet you pray you move that <laughs> shovel fast enough so it hits that ditch instead yeah. of another part of that driveway yep so okay 13 clapping is high-fiving yourself for someone else's good work. <laughs> it is. <laughs> good job. Good job. Wow, I just high-fived myself. Oh, I did it again and again and again. Oh, my God. Good job. Oh. So, 14. Danny DeVito was more popular with older people than he was younger and more popular with younger people now that he's older. That is 100% true. Totally. Big fan. I, I liked Taxi as a kid, but not many kids liked Taxi. That was, you know, an older people show. And uh, now, you know, uh, what, what's he on now? Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Kids he's on it. a lot of different movies, though, too. Mm-hmm. No, he is, but those are kind of his two big TV shows. Where he... I like his wife, Rhea. I don't. She's remember. almost got the same person. She was on Cheers. Oh, Carla. yeah, 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 yeah. I know who she is. <laughs> so, okay, 15. It's risky to buy soda right after an earthquake. <laughs> Never even thought of that. Yeah. But that's true. Yeah, definitely true. I, I figured we'd just see what's on top of shower thoughts at this moment. Oh, yes, yes. I was wondering why you were Googling even All after right, I told you to, to pull it up. Imagine that with me. Uh, the first one's a. Skipping Not the first giving a one. shit about NPCs and video games? Yeah. What's an NPC? That's uh, why non, you're skipping. A, yeah, a non-player character. Um, number two is the sharp pain you randomly feel in your organs could be you in a parallel world getting shot. No, I just yeah, really have dumb. to shit in about two hours. <laughs> that's dumb. But yeah, I go to the subreddit every day and read through the fun. Wait, what's number three? Um, that's an ad. Uh, in cartoon universes... Race cars have an extra gear that only becomes available when the driver becomes more determined. What? I don't know. If we invented immortality, people would probably have to go to school multiple times throughout their life. Yeah. Probably. not. Shut it off. (laughs) If sleep was a recreational drug rather than a biological necessity, it would probably be seen as highly dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I would be normal. That's awesome. I love shower thoughts. That's crazy. I didn't know Reddit had it. I'm never on Reddit, though, so I I really wouldn't know. I am on there way too often. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say that. 
Anyway, my final story. I'm scared to even tell you. The only reason I'm telling you this final story is because because it's your story. It's enjoy. It's it's like enjoyable. Did you enjoyable. just say enjoyable? It's very popular in Japan and not here. You can't really access it here. You have to pay in yen. So I'm not worried about it. But money translates. I I know, and this is a startup game and I'm sure it's going to spread to the US and I'm sure it'll have knockoffs very shortly and when it does I am worried does this have something to do with aliens this is an app called crane game Taraba and what it is is you on like your phone you pay for credits and it's really popular in Japan you pay for credits it basically opens up a video of you looking at a crane game, like in the mall. Uh-huh. I love those things. I know you do. And you control <laughs> it with your phone. And if you win, they send you the prize. <laughs> Shut the front door. Yeah. Oh, my now, God. Like, we played, there was a $5 one, a $5 one in Eau Claire. We went to visit my oldest child. And I only played twice. But I picked it up the second time and I I went for the same thing I went the first time because I have been playing these things and I am a master at these games and I saw the $5 one and I hemmed and hawed because I am cheap. I am cheap, but I saw one and I said, I know I can get that. Mm-hmm. I picked that up and I almost put another $5 in. What pissed me off is about 10 minutes later we we're walking by and somebody else who was watching me mm-hmm. put $5 in. You know what they freaking got? And Ava went, that's the other they thing just you, got, I was so pissed off in this app you can like wait in line and no! watch the other person in front of you but I have this mastered with the thing I don't know if a video game would be as and good these are like there's been a lot of uh, articles written and investigations being done right now that nobody's went like there have been like a circus game there have been like people or who a have carnival game? streamed themselves playing this for 12 hours and not won anything and it's two dollars. Pl- it's two dollars a play. I'm sorry <laughs> if you don't win after the first two times, and you know what you're supposed to be looking for. Yeah. Stop. This company also, um, all, you can do you, the crane game is the big thing, but they also have the push coin pusher things as well. <gasps> <laughs> they have those. Those are as my well. other addiction yeah. in a carny game. But, but the crane things, a mall game, not so much carny. Yeah, but yeah. but the, I thought. That, I, when I heard about this, I'm like, no way. Like, uh, That's going to spread. I it, can't believe like, you t- even sure told me to, because you know me. I know. I thought of you right away. And I'm I like, see a ah. crane game and I'm like, you think I can get anything out of there? The ones I and saw. And then I'll look and I I'll think... even walk away if I don't think I can. I'm like, I'm not putting my money in there because they are, because people who stock them, they stuff them down. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd be as interested in this because they don't Probably look. Probably not. They're not exactly like a crane game. I mean, the object is the same, but the it doesn't. You when you watch me, I am there. not the type of person to stay in front of the machine. Oh no, this I move to the side. This app you can I have different camera views. Side. Really, <laughs> you, can, you, can, oh, you can look all around. Game you changer. Can, but in I some may of them, have to play this once or twice just to kind of some see. of them you can only move forward until you're done moving forward and then move to the side until you're done moving to the side some of them you can move all over like a, like they each have different kind of rules and stuff like that but i guess it is really catching on in japan and people are thinking they're charging like it's it's almost two dollars per play 
and there's people just dumping money into this. I don't know if I'd, I, I want to try it like one or two times. Mm-hmm. And, but you know me, I will walk away from those things yeah, if I, I don't think I it's possible. I'm like, and, ooh, I think I might be able to get it. Let's see yes, if I can try to grab it and pull it up a little. Yes, you can convert the money and you can play from here, but they're not going to send you your prize if you don't live in Japan. Dumb. It's not available here yet. I bet some, but I bet in the next six months there will be a very popular app. Tristan. That, uh, <laughs> and people are going to be raking in the money. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. That is really cool, but I'm glad it's not here. Yeah. If, if it I, was here, I wouldn't have done the story. <laughs> you are so funny. I'll know to watch for it now. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I might, actually. The push game. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an addiction. Like, yeah. I used bring to like, the kids like a Chuck E. Cheese, and that's where I find myself. Like, I need another token. Another <laughs> token. I know I'm only winning tickets. Another token, please. Like, Mom <laughs> took all my tokens. <laughs> We've got more money. Just ask Dad for the plastic. <laughs> oh. Anyway, if you would like to comment on anything you heard in this podcast, you can send us an email to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Or you can come to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Leave us a comment, like our page, and share, share, share. You can also check us out on Twitter, Outlandish Casts. <laughs> our oddball out. Or you can come to Instagram at Instagram. Instagram. At <laughs> Outland. It's the alcohol. It's the <laughs> wine. I told, like I introduced you tonight. It was hey. slightly intoxicated, Desi. Uh, we're 40 minutes in. Of course, I'm a little more yes. slightly. This is true. So. But otherwise, Instagram at Outlandish Outcast and come follow us there. Yeah, or leave a rating or review in whatever platform you are listening to this on. For sure. For sure. I think that is it for this week. It definitely is. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.